What's up, Zebras? Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another episode. You know, in these episodes, I like to keep things concise and hopefully precise for you because I want to get, uh, you know, something that I've learned and pack it into a small amount of time where hopefully I can impact you quickly, okay? That's the kind of point of what I'm driving behind this podcast with the whole concept of creating superheroes. That sound right there is all about lit, okay? So what is lit about? Leadership, impact, and technology. This is something that I've created and I I truly, deeply believe in because it's something that has impacted my life in uh, many different ways. And I'm going to bring this to people that I know and that I'm close to. Over the past two and a half years, I left my safety net of a, of a nine-to-five salary job in the radio industry to create my own business is because I have a bunch of different things going on right now. And lit the leadership conference is one of the biggest things that I have going on right now. So February 28th at the Blair County Convention Center in Altoona, Pennsylvania. That's where I'm going to host my leadership conference. And I'm bringing together a panel of people, a lot of people that I've met over the past two and a half years who have tons of inspiration, tons of fire inside of them to create something amazing. And really what I want to do, and if you live in central Pennsylvania, here's what it is for you, is that I want to take what I've learned over the past two and a half years and transformed my life my career, my finances, my mental state. I've transformed so much over this course of time. And I want to pass that on to other people. So for Central Pennsylvania, that's what I want to give to you. But anybody else out there who's listening, uh, you can check out the website. It's getlitcon.com. That's getlitcon.com. And check out the website, see what it's all about. If you want to travel here, that would be amazing. You can buy your tickets on the website. But my point to say this to you is... There's people around you. Maybe, I don't know what part of your life you're in right now, what stage, what season you're living in at this current point in time. But it may uh, be a thing for you to say, there's nobody great where I live. Nobody does anything exciting where I live. There's nobody inspiring or anybody that I can look up to where I live. And I guarantee you that's a lie. I guarantee those people are out there. You're just not in the right mental frame. You're not in the right circles. You're not putting yourself out out there to the right people and doing the right things to attract those people to you and to attract yourself to those people. I know it might sound like the law of attraction, but it's a real thing. The, 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 The mindset that you have, what you're going after, where your values are, what your goals are, and and how you perceive yourself and how you perceive your your value to other people, that's going to impact who comes near you. So whether you can come to Lit on February 28th in Altoona, Pennsylvania, getlitcon.com, or if you're in another town and you just feel like those people don't exist in your town, those motivational, inspirational people don't exist where you live, that's not true. You just might be in the wrong frame of mind. You might have the wrong circle of friends. Not saying you have to get rid of your friends, but you might need to add new people to your life. I'm a huge fan of the rule of 33. 33% of your friends are uh, beneath you. And I don't mean that in a rude way. I just mean they're not they're not on the level that you're at uh, of life. Whether that Maybe that's business. Maybe that's personal development. Whatever it is. Spirituality. Whatever you want to go with. Uh, those people might, 33% that you hang with are lower than you, 33% are on your level, and 33% are above you. And that's the, the place that I really uh, had, to, had to step up these past two and a half years. I had to find all of those people above me 
that's the, the part of the puzzle, the piece of the puzzle that I had been searching for that I found. And I would love for that same exact thing to happen to you. So get motivated, come to the event, or just get motivated by the idea of the event because Lit is going to impact my life and anybody involved. It is going to impact their lives as well. That's getlitcon.com. Remember, you have about 80,000 thoughts every single day. 80,000 thoughts floating around inside of that brain every single day. A lot of those thoughts are old thoughts. A lot of those thoughts are survival thoughts. So my intention is for my own life and for your life to change the conversation. Change the conversation inside of your own head and that will change the conversation throughout your entire life. That's my goal with what this podcast is. One, I'm kind of talking to myself. Two, I'm talking to you. Three, I'm talking to all of us because we're all the same. You could be anybody. If you were born in their situation, born in their environment, born around the people they were born around, you would be like them. And that's the truth. So try to see yourself in everyone as crazy and difficult as that may seem. But today, it's all about breaking those bad habits, those bad mental habits, self-sabotage. It's huge, man. Let's get into it. This is Rob Z Radio. Oh boy, okay, so today when we talk about this topic, man, this is one for me that has, has, has ran my life. The number one way to fall apart, self-sabotage. The number one way that you could possibly fall apart, that your life could fall apart, that your finances could fall apart, that everything could go downhill. And it's kind of all just about you. It's all about your, your what's going on inside of your brain, the story that you're telling yourself, and how are you going to get through this. Now, the last episode was the number one way to stay motivated. Okay. So that's a good one to listen to. How do you stay motivated? Maybe you should go to that one after you listen to this one, because this one's all about self-sabotage. And I've experienced this on a continuous basis throughout my life without even realizing it. And that's why I'm talking to you about it today, because I feel like I finally, uh, through my meditation practice, through just being more self-aware of where I am, why I am where I am, and how I'm going to get where I want to go. I, I had to, you have to be honest with yourself. And this is, if you have a job, a nine to five, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm happy for you that you have a job and you're making money. But what I've learned over the past two and a half, almost three years of owning my own business is that personal development is the one thing that is going to transform everything in your life. And usually when you're working a nine to five, you're not as concerned about growth you're not as concerned about personal development because you're sitting back and you're comfortable getting that paycheck and you can go to work and you can kind of half-ass it sometimes. And you can also work your ass off, right? But either way, you're kind of controlled by somebody else. You're controlled by this boss who could give you a raise or even if you work super hard, they still might not give you what you feel like you deserve. Uh, and I realize now working for myself, doing my own thing, yeah, it's, it's more pressure, it's more stress, uh, but I had stress, I had just as much stress having a 9 to 5 that I do now have my own thing, okay? And I've realized that if I'm going to continue to get better, if I'm going to continue to grow, if I'm going to create something, if I'm going to uh, impact people's lives, if I'm going to add value to their lives, this this concept of being a billionaire, I want to be a billionaire, meaning I want to impact billions of people. I don't need a billion dollars, but I need to impact a billion people. Because I think that's what we're sent here on earth to do. We're, we're all the same. Like I said a few minutes ago, we're all the same. 
depending on how we were born, how we were raised, our DNA, you know, some of the stuff's a little bit different. Uh, you know, but if you were born into somebody else's life, you'd be the same as them. So I look at, at how can I impact billions of people? Because the more people you impact, the more money you're going to make. It's not all about money, but if you're like me and you came from a family that wasn't necessarily poor, it was just kind of in the middle ground, um, and maybe you felt kind of used and abused sometimes by the system, by the government, by whatever, uh, you start to have these misconceptions about life, these misconceptions about reality. And those misconceptions will hold you down. My mom always kind of said something to me that I guess I, I didn't realize until recently held me down. It was always, she, she never necessarily liked rich people. She always seemed to have an issue with people who had money. They were snobby. They they weren't honest. Maybe they weren't truthful. Uh, they 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 lived for the dollar. They didn't live for the life or whatever that is. And I, you know what? Me just saying that. I'm not going to blame my mom in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying I've had these uh, patterns built into my these beliefs, this belief system built into me that. I don't have money. I don't make money. I don't know how to necessarily make money on my own. Um, I'm not confident in that. I'm not skilled in that. I've never done it, so how would I know how to do it? Those sorts of things. Do you know what I mean? And those sorts of things, those thoughts repeating over and over again for years compile to the situation where I go to start a business on my own, and I'm scared to death every time I go to do a sales call. You know? And I'll sabotage them. I had this situation recently. There was this guy, Billy Jean is marketing. Look up Billy Jean is marketing. That's uh, Billy, B-I-L-L-Y, Jean, G-E-N-E. Awesome marketer. Awesome. Amazing at what he does. And I'm in his uh, mastermind group. And when I first jumped in, I do, this, I do an independent radio show right now. So I do a radio show on my own. I'm not signed to a contract by any company. I get my own sponsors and they pay to support the show. And I, I told him that model, and he wanted me to come on his show to talk about radio, to talk about radio sales, to talk about how this industry that everybody thinks is dying is actually uh, sitting there waiting to be taking take advantage, waiting to be taken advantage of because nobody's paying attention to it. They've kind of written it off. It's like newspaper, but radio is going to last longer than newspaper, in my personal opinion. As long as the frequencies are there, as long as the stations exist. People are going to want to advertise on those stations, no matter what is on the air. So I feel like it's a viable option. Anyways, the point is that Billy Jean, when I first joined this mastermind, reached out to me. We talked on the phone for about 20 minutes. Great dude. And I really got a lot of value from him. One of the big things that he did tell me, which uh, tracking back to the last episode on staying motivated, was that whenever he's feeling down, whenever he's feeling unsure of himself, whenever he needs to pick me up, he calls somebody in his life who's in the industry that he's in or, or has the mindset that he has, and that person pumps him up, and he pumps them up, and they do that to each other. They, they psych each other up, and that's what he does whenever he's in a funk, which I think is the greatest idea in the entire world. I love that from him, but he wanted me to come on his show because he does this show for... Um, for the web, for his social media, but for his mastermind group. And, and he wanted me to come on and talk about radio, which I know a lot about. And all I had to do, this was back in the summer. So this is, you know, seven, eight, nine months ago. And he wanted me to come on and, and, and be a part of the show. And I sabotaged myself because a part of me feels like I'm not worthy. I'm not ready. I'm not on that level. And that's what I told myself, like quite literally that's what I told myself inside of my head. And it, it was self-sabotage through and through. Self-sabotage to the highest degree. 
And I never made the phone call. I never sent him the email that he needed. And we never followed through with that uh, event. And ever since then, I've been regretting it. And I should get back a hold of him right now and, and tell him I'm ready to do it. And let's do it and see if he'd still come around to the idea. But I feel like I maybe I've waited too long. But me and just sitting here and telling you that, I know that I haven't waited too long. I know the opportunity is there. I'm going to take that opportunity. So now I'm going to, let me jot that down while I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm going to write that down. And this is something I really highly suggest a lot of people don't do this. A lot of people do not do this step. And that's where you really uh, mess up. You got to put your thoughts down on paper. If I would keep this thought about Billie Jean in my head, I would dwell on it. I would procrastinate on it and I would build stress and guilt and shame around it because that's kind of what my mental structure does sometimes. It's unfortunate, uh, but that's just how it is. So I wrote this down here and if you write it down, now it's out of your brain, it's on paper. So now your brain doesn't have to worry about it. And that's a huge thing. What I've noticed with self-sabotage is the more stuff I'm juggling in my head, the more chance I have of screwing my life up. Because your brain's not made to juggle a bunch of ideas. Your brain's meant to like think of one idea. Try to think of two things at once. And I've, I've hit this on the podcast before too. But right now, try to think of two things at the same time. Try to think of the Statue of Liberty and try to think about your hand at the same time. Hand, Statue of Liberty. Hand, Statue of Liberty. You can't think about both at the same time. You can juggle them back and forth very quickly. But two at the same time is impossible. What that means is that your brain is a one-track mind kind of operation. It, it wants to tackle one thing, get that thing done, move to another thing. It, it wants to complete tasks and achieve. So when you're juggling a bunch of stuff around in your head, you're just throwing stuff around and your brain is just confused. Your brain's lost. Your brain can't figure out which one to do first. And then it gets stressed because while it's trying to do the one thing, it's still trying to remember all the other things that are going on inside of your head. And that is incredibly stressful. This just happened to me a couple of nights ago. I uh, was, it was a Sunday. I was off. My wife went to work. I was hanging with my son, Max. We were just chilling at the house. And I had anxiety like throughout the day, not high anxiety, just like a low lying anxiety going on. I'm like, why am I so anxious? And I kept thinking of all these things that I had to do. And as I laid there on the couch watching football, I'm like, I'm not getting any of those things done. And when I try to think of one that I'm going to go do, I think of the 10 of the things that also need done, and then I never do any of them. And this is where the self-sabotage sets in, okay? So I, I, I caught myself, and this is, this is the brilliance, this is the beauty of growth, because you can catch yourself like, hey, I'm growing. And I caught this on Sunday, I'm like, I better write down all of these things and get them out of my head. So I grabbed my dry erase board, which I have like five laying around the house, and I just wrote down all the things I needed to do. And now they were out of my mind and they were on the dry erase board. I could see them. They're right there. I don't, my mind immediately relaxed. And I don't know if this works the same way for you, but this is how it works for me. Like my mind immediately relaxed like, ah, I don't have to think about all that stuff now. It's on paper. Immediate stress relief. The self-sabotaging stops right there because then I started tackling things on a list. I got the trash ready for tomorrow. I, um, I got my radio show ready for the week. I, uh, vacuum the floor. Uh, you know, I, I had a, a bunch of things I wanted to do and I just started knocking those things out. And before Max even went to bed, which I was thinking, I'm going to have to tack all this stuff once he goes to bed. I got it all done before he went to bed. And then I could just hang and watch some football and crash. And that was my night. And it was, it was really cool. And that's, that's the avoidance of self-sabotage. I have been a procrastinator since as long as I can remember. 
that has been a part of my personality. And I don't need, I want to take that out of my, my brain right now. Right now I'm going to take procrastination out and throw it away because I, I'm no longer that person. I'm no longer the procrastinator. I'm changing that whole pattern, okay? I'm, in, I'm doing that right now. This podcast, this episode is me doing that, changing the talk, changing the chatter in my head by changing the words that are coming out of my mouth. My mentor, Ray Overdorf, he's been on the podcast many times. He says to me, your cells have ears. So the things that you speak about yourself out loud through your mouth or in your brain, more importantly, in your brain, your cells have ears. Your cells hear those things, they believe those things, and they create that life. You might think that's bullshit. And my, oh, that's a bunch of crap, Rob. You think my thoughts, my cells are listening? Well, obviously they are. All, all your personality is. Your personality is just your thoughts stacked on top of each other. You start stacking up thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. They might not seem like much, right? It's kind of like um, throwing a penny in a fountain. Like one penny in a water fountain is not going to change it. Throw a thousand pennies in, there's not going to be any water left. There's just going to be pennies in there, right? That's a simple example, but your thoughts pile up. And as those thoughts pile up, they start to sift and sort and your mind sorts them out and is like, okay, I'm stressed. I think about stress a lot. I think about anxiety a lot. I'm I'm afraid of a lot of things. Um, I don't have a whole lot of confidence. I'm not good at this thing. I'm not like this is, I'm, I'm speaking of my own mind. I've piled up all these things that created low self-esteem and low self-confidence and low self-worth. Those were my thoughts. So now I'm in this process of reinventing my thoughts, recreating my thoughts to where I want them to be. And where I want them to be is here, here are the main ones that I go with. And these come from Ray and uh, just from experience, but, uh, Joel Olstein, the, 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 the preacher, I don't know exactly what denomination he preaches on, but he has like the biggest churches in the world. You know who Joel Olstein is, just look him up. But he was talking about this one thing. I don't listen to him really, but he was on Oprah's podcast and he was saying about I am. Because I, whatever, whatever follows I am will be the course of your life. So if, if, if you have I am uh, stupid, I am ugly, I am fat, I am not worthy. I am not smart. I am not a salesperson. Those things will crush you and you'll become those things. But the ones I've been focusing on, these are the ones that I stick with. I am unlimited. Okay. I'm unlimited. I don't have limits because we truly don't have limits. The only limits you have are the ones that you've self-imposed onto yourself. Now, society may have imposed those. Your parents may have imposed those, but those limits aren't real. They're just made up. Okay, and that's the fact. I'm not going to go any further into that. That is fact. And if you don't believe it or you don't get it, sit on it. Think about it for a while. I am abundance. So I'm, I'm abundant. I have, I have abundance of energy. I'm abundant of wealth. And not just money wealth, but I'm abundance of just the wealth and love of life. That's an abundance. But also, I am wealthy. So I have monetary wealth. Do I right now? No. I'm actually kind of in debt but I do in my mind, which means it's coming. Okay. I'm putting my mind there. It'll get me there. You don't believe it. I don't care if you don't believe it. Actually, I'm telling you the truth from my perspective of what I've experienced. I don't need to convince you of this. If you're listening to this, take the advice or don't, but take, do something with it. Okay. <laughs> Either way, it's going to leave, 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 leave a mark on you. Um, I am abundance. I am wealth. I am perfect health. I have this back pain, this tightness in my back, that over the years I've realized is not, um, it's not, I can't fix it through yoga. I can't fix it through 
Uh, anything besides de-stress really is what it is. And, and, and my body being in a constant fight or flight situation, just de-stress. So I am perfect health. I say that to myself on a, on a continuous basis. I just did a 40-minute meditation this morning where that's, that's the basis of the meditation. I am perfect health. And when I do that, I just feel better. It doesn't matter if you think it's real or not. It doesn't matter if it didn't work for somebody else. It matters for you. It's your placebo. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of giving you my placebos here. The things that have worked for me non-pharmaceutically that have changed me. Okay? And when it comes to self-sabotage, this has been just, a, a, man, just something in my life that just comes up over and over and over and over again. And I'm going to just say this. I, well, everything I've told you right here is all building up to stopping the self-sabotage. But I have this big conference coming up, Lit, right? Talked about it at the start of the show. That conference, I've been sabotaging. I sabotaged through the month of like November. We're into the end of December right now. It's actually, it's actually New Year's Eve right now. It's about to be 2020. Pretty cool that I'm recording this. Maybe this is my resolution to stop self-sabotaging. But through the month of November, I had all these plans for Lit. And I, I did some stuff, but I didn't do everything that I needed to do. And the less that I did the more stressed I got, which means the more I procrastinated, which means the more self-sabotage began. And this is the pattern, and I found the pattern, and I see it, and I'm, I'm redirecting the course, but the pattern goes, I have something that I want to do or I have to do, and then I don't do anything about it, and I don't write any of it down. Okay, so here's the easiest way to self-sabotage. You have something you want to do or you have to do, but you don't take any action, and you have a bunch of ideas, but you don't write any of them down, you keep them in your head. And then you start to procrastinate because there's too many ideas floating around inside of your head for you to grab a hold of just one and tackle it. So if you don't write them down, you can't tackle any of them. And then as you have them in there juggling them all the time, you're like, oh, I'll get to that later. And it feels good to procrastinate and say, I'll get to that in an hour. I'll get to that tomorrow. It feels good to keep delaying that, delaying and delaying. And and, then you keep delaying. And it feels good each time you do it, so you just keep doing it for months, for days, for, for minutes, for hours, for days, for weeks, for months, for years. That's what will happen, and your life will fall apart, and people won't trust you, and you won't trust yourself, and your self-esteem goes in the toilet. So when you break those promises to yourself, that's how your self-esteem goes down. When you break promises to yourself, like for example, I say to myself every day, um, you're going to get one thing done for the lit conference today. Over the past week, I've been doing that on a ritualistic basis, and I feel good about it every day. The stress level's gone because I'm getting things done, even if they're tiny little tasks. I'm not saying go read the book The Slight Edge. I have a podcast on it from a long time ago. Go read the book The Slight Edge. Those tiny daily steps, as small as they might be, keep you de-stressed. They keep you from procrastinating. They keep you moving forward. They keep stacking up those positive thoughts because you're accomplishing things. You're stacking up the positive thoughts. And that's going to lead you towards success. So that's where I am right now. As I talk to you right now, that's where I am. The Lit Conference is going to be a gigantic success, a packed room, tons of great information, and it's going to be marketed uh, to perfection, the best that I can do with great sponsors on board because I'm doing daily tasks, simple daily disciplines that are going to get me there to my goal. That will avoid self-sabotage. So if you want to avoid self-sabotage, when you have thoughts, write them down, either in your phone or on paper, get them out of your head. 
do small daily tasks to accomplish those things. I'm, I'm talking like some, some days I might work five to 10 minutes on lit, but I get something done. Okay. And then some days I'm working hours, two, three, four, five hours on it, right? It all depends on what the day's like. Uh, but, but just getting something done eliminates that self-sabotage procrastination mentality. So you have the list of things you need to get done. You wrote them down. Now you start tackling those things, even how big or small they are. And those things, all, that, that list also includes people, conversations, phone calls you need to make because those things are super important and they can be the scariest things to go after. That big phone call you have to make that interaction with somebody that will could change the course of your life in a positive way but it's scary because what if they say no oh no tackle those things head on i'm telling you pick up the phone make the phone call whatever it is i know because i didn't do it and i've been doing it now and when i do do it i feel so much better and when i don't do it i build resentment procrastination and self-sabotage so you write this stuff down you take the simple daily disciplines towards the tasks that ends procrastination that gets you closer to a goal and as you can visualize let me throw one little piece in here i wanted this to be short but it never is because there's always too much information inside of my head one other piece is to visualize the thing actually happening i'll give you one easy example max my son is five years old he's in kindergarten and he holds his poop in all day at school. And he told me that he, the one day he couldn't sit down to, to play because he had poop and it hurt too bad. And that, hurt, that killed me. It made me feel so bad because I did the same exact thing when I was in school. I can remember being in that same situation up through senior high, like afraid to go to the bathroom for some reason, afraid to poop at school, like this, this thing that a lot of people have. So what I did, and it, for him it's all about wiping. And hopefully I'm not getting too in-depth and gross with you. I'm just, I want to give you a real situation here. He's afraid of wiping because he doesn't think that he's good at it. So we practice it. Now he's good at it at home. He's good at it at home. So what we did in bed the one night was we, we, we closed our eyes and we walked through what it was like. He went, he goes to play, he sits down, his butt hurts. So he goes into the bathroom and he poops and he wipes and, and washes his hands and flushes the toilet and everything's perfect. And we walked through that. And I'm not kidding. Two days later, he came home from school and said, dad, I did that. And it worked really well. And now I can poop at school. And I was like, dude, that is awesome. That is how it works right there. I wish somebody would have given me that super simple lesson when I was five years old. I've given that super simple lesson to him. And hopefully I pass something on to you that you can also benefit from because I feel like that's very beneficial. Practice it. Picture it. Do the vision in your mind. What does it look like in your mind? Do a real walkthrough of it. I have this Tony Robbins coach. His name's Matt Harris. He's amazing. I will get him on this podcast one of these days. And this whole lit conference, I was was having a lot of anxiety about it because I was procrastinating. So he had me close my eyes. I'm on the phone with him. him. I talked to him like once every two weeks. And he walked me through this whole process for the lit conference. He had me on stage picturing a packed house, picturing I had everything prepared. The speakers are ready. I'm ready. And we knock it out of the park and freaking kill it. And people are so happy. And we get great video footage. And it's just the best event ever. And I'm holding on to that inside of my head because you must be able to picture it. If you, your mind can't tell the difference. And this is 100% true. Your mind cannot tell the difference between something that happened in real life and something that you simulated in your mind. Some say we're already in a simulation in life anyway. So whether you simulate it in your real life or simulate it in your mind, your mind doesn't know. So practice that pattern and you will break the self-sabotage because you already picture success. 
the scary part for your mind is it doesn't know. If you've never done it before and it hasn't seen the outcome, it doesn't know exactly what the outcome is going to be. So show it what the outcome is. Show your mind what the outcome is by picturing it in your head and by doing those simple daily disciplines to get yourself there. And before you know it, you're going to be good. Hopefully this was helpful because this is something that I've learned over the past couple of years that has been incredibly valuable to me. And I hope that you can apply this to your life in some way, shape, or form. If you agree or disagree, I would love to hear from you either way. Hit me up, DM me, message me wherever you would like. Uh, Please subscribe, rate, review this podcast. Uh, If you listen to something and you dig it, take a screenshot of the time that uh, of the podcast where you were send it to me uh, you can message me on any of my social platforms just go to the website go to robzradio.com at the top you'll see all my social links click on one of those follow me on the platforms reach out to me I'd love to talk to you I'd love to hear from you if you listen to this and you like it or if, whatever however you feel about it you want to start the conversation let's start the conversation contact me all the info for me is at robzradio.com I want you to be a part of Lit. If you're in central Pennsylvania, go to getlitcon.com. And just remember, there's about 80,000 thoughts a day swirling, swirling around up there in your head. Get the ones you need down on paper. And get the ones down on paper, but then start to replace those ones you don't like. Recognize the ones you don't like. And start to replace those on a daily basis with something more positive. I am unlimited. I am abundant. I am abundance, right? I am relaxation. I am perfect health. I am worthy. I am wealthy. I am a child of God. Those sorts of things, okay? And you start to repeat those to yourself, you'll see results. All right. I've done enough rambling. Thank you for listening. As always, Zebras, thanks so much. Love you. Bye. This is Rob Z Radio.